Hey guys, YesFit fam, Chris here. Once again, welcome to another YesFit vlog. Today, we're gonna to be talking about macros, super popular subject, uh, and something that a lot of you guys want to know about. I have Amber Chansey with me. She is a macro coach. A little bit about her. She found her passion for fitness through a number of accomplishments, she, uh, from competitive cheerleading, from boxing and CrossFit, just to name a few. Um, Amber's love for CrossFit even got her father involved, which we can discuss with her, a pretty cool thing. She's found another passion through the pursuit of health and fitness, uh, and that brings her to her um, uh, to be, her being a macro coach. Um, she's a busy mom, so she has a lot uh, of things to do, and so she's been able to found, find, find ways to get her nutrition uh, into her busy uh, schedule. So let's welcome to the vlog. Amber, hi, how hi. are you? good, how are welcome. you? Welcome, good. So tell me right away, how did that, how did you get your dad involved in CrossFit? <laughs> so it's a funny story. We were yeah. boxing um, for several years to get me lean for my wedding. Mm -hmm. And then I said, you know what, let's just try something different. We're bored. So we went to a CrossFit gym, our local box. We walked in and there was somebody up on the rings doing a ring muscle up. And he was like, we got to go. Yeah. I can't do this. This is not for us, Amber. And I was like, let's just, let's just do one class. So we did. And well. We joined that night, and uh -huh. we've been doing it the forever since. The rest is history. Yeah. And I work out with him all the time. He's crazy. <laughs> He's a cool dude. He's crazy. All right, so um, as a macro coach, you know, it's one of our big uh, topics here at YesFit. A lot of um, all of our members, our customers, have been asking about nutrition. So lots of things are out there right now, lots of different diets. Yeah. Lots of different fads, as what you can call them. Some, some have stayed or some have stayed and then switched names. Yep. Right? So why is, and then me being you know, in the fitness industry, we've been hearing about macros a lot. Right? Mm -hmm. So what should folks be uh, focusing on it, on it? Like what are macros in general? Okay, so macros, so the first reason why I like it mm -hmm. above all the other fad diets, will you, is all of them are going to work to some extent because you're going into a calorie deficit in one way or another. But macros is great because it allows you the flexibility to continue it for the rest of your life. Um, it teaches you about food. So when you count macros, you're forgetting about calories. You're just looking at fats, proteins, and carbs. Um, they're all going to have a calorie associated with the grams that you're eating. Um, and that way you know you're getting enough of each one so that you can work out, so that you feel good. And that's why we go the macro route instead of the fad diet route. Okay, so like, I mean, just as like a, a quick question. So like pizza, all right, <laughs> or potato chips. I mean, the, the, are they all, they all have different macro numbers, right? Yep, or, they all so have different ones. Is it kind of like, you know, we have, there's another, uh, there's other diet plans and stuff that count numbers and mm -hmm. or it's associated with a number mm -hmm. on it and it's very popular as well and it's been around for many years so what is the difference between that that type of program and like just counting out is it just is it specifically catered to that person so are you are you assessing that person's uh, you know lifestyle and what they want to achieve and then is there is that how you adjust your numbers for that? Yes. So I look at how they're training, um, what they want to accomplish, because obviously mm -hmm. if you're in maintenance or you just want to train hard, you can eat a ton more food. Otherwise, you need to be going into a calorie deficit. So that's how I kind of determine what every client gets. Um, but those other ones that you're talking about, they're just, they're figuring out a calorie associated with that food. Okay. And instead, I'm saying, hey, let's fill these three buckets instead of just an overall calorie bucket. Okay. It's just going to make your body composition look a bit better than if you were to eat all of your food from fat. 
-hmm. you know, you're getting a more well-rounded diet. Okay. So, I mean, so from that, from what you're saying, so we're counting them. So we're counting them. I guess there's a specific number that we need to get to Correct. for at least myself or somebody who's just starting. Um, why is it super important for you to help them count macros or, or to understand and educate them about macros? So it's important because once you understand what foods are, like what bucket they fall into, mm -hmm. then eventually the ultimate goal is to not have to count anymore. You get to this happy maintenance place mm -hmm. and then you've counted for so long and you've looked at labels that you understand, hey, butter is a fat and chicken is a protein and cheese is a fat and fruit are carbs. It's just making you understand what foods are instead of looking at what society will tell you. Mm -hmm. You know, when you go look at a peanut butter carton, what is the first thing it says on the front? Seven grams of protein. But what they neglect to tell you is there's 16 grams of fat. Mm -hmm. So you need to understand the label and not just look at the first thing that's on the front of the food. So we have members that are going to get into counting macros and um, hopefully in you know, future discussions with you that you can help them do that. The biggest thing, and, and it's a big entry point, is when you start diets and when you start diet stuff like this, they get in there, they look at the peanut butter and they're like, okay, I have to do this, I have to count it. So there is a level of uh, work that they have to do up front. Right. So how do you encourage them to not be discouraged? Doing so that? Yeah. I kind of assess where my clients are at. Like mm -hmm. if you've come in and you've kind of lived a somewhat healthy lifestyle and you know you've maybe counted calories and you're going to understand food a little bit better but if you're someone who's never really looked at a label mm -hmm. or just you know done a fad diet then we're going to take baby steps the first week we're just going to track food i don't even care if it's two boxes of cookies i just want you to track it mm -hmm. because that's a habit and then we're going to start to look at protein and then once we can successfully hit that we'll worry about carbs and fats later on but it's those small changes that will lead to it. You're not overnight going to say, hey, I'm gonna count everything that goes into my body. So now do you have, a, as a macro coach, do you have a specific way for them to track? Because I can tell you right away, I would just ask you, hey, can I just use this uh, smartphone app to do it? You know, I'm just gonna type it in. It's so much easier for me to do it or take a picture and the app kind of like will register it for the nutrition. I mean, is that is that a way that you um, you know, teach your clients and stuff, or do you have a totally different way, or do you suggest a way to do it so that way they are a better, you know, knowledgeable at it? So yeah. what I prefer my clients to do if they're in like the beginner intermediate stage mm -hmm. is I have a spreadsheet and they manually enter everything. That's a lot. It is. It. Yeah. it is a lot of work. Yeah. It is a hard first two weeks, mm -hmm. um, but then everything's in there. And then once there is a trust built up between me and the client and I know that they understand the food that they're putting into their body, then sh sure, yeah. let's use an app. Yeah. Um, but the app becomes a problem for me when you enter in something that's not a verified food mm -hmm. because it's got lower numbers or you start telling me, hey, I'm hungry and I don't see your spreadsheet of what you've eaten. Mm -hmm. So you could be hungry because you chose to go and have a giant McDonald's meal. And yeah, which is great, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it's not because you're actually hungry, you're just making bad choices. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I would think that by putting it in the spreadsheet too, adds a little bit more, obviously more complexity in somebody's life by, by literally having them have to prioritize looking at their food, but at the same time, it's a little bit educational. Yes. And it keeps them, um, it, and now it integrates that part of, you know, having a balanced diet. And I think that's something that a lot of folks, I, I, I don't think, 
understand that oh I'm just gonna have I'm just gonna follow this diet plan and right. do it but I think part of it is the educational part that I don't think about right because the problem yeah. with most of these fad diets is they're great while you're in them mm -hmm. but they didn't teach you anything and they're not sustainable for your entire life so what happens when you get out you've lost 15 pounds awesome mm -hmm. okay let's see how long it takes you to gain it back and then pick a new fad diet because you have no idea how to maintain your weight loss mm -hmm. and you never get to this happy point of maintenance so with these types of diets, and it, seem, it seems like it's adjustable. So is this also adjustable to folks with different dietary restrictions? So pescatarians, vegetarians, you have folks with plant-based diets and stuff yep. like that. So does that work? Uh, I mean, is it very adjustable for that? Oh, super yeah. adjustable. Um, my meat eaters obviously are mm -hmm. going to have a little bit easier time getting their protein in. Sure. If you're plant-based, you have to be a bit more creative. Mm -hmm. um, but that just takes a little bit more time, um, you know, really researching in the grocery store. And sometimes we adjust the carbs and fats up a little bit just so that you can meet your protein goals. Now, we have our members and they are running out there and it's, I know, it's the middle of the summer and they're running and stuff like that. And, and folks that are just getting off the couch and they're going out for walks to earn, to, you know, to get these medals mm -hmm. and the, the well-deserved medals that they get. Now... We, I hear it all the time from my, even my clients. Like, oh, I don't really eat before I work out, um, or I eat right before, and this is what I eat. Or I, I, you know, is there, you know, something that you can tell them about what a general amount of time that they should have before they eat? Because, like, for me, I found out for me, thirty to forty-five minutes seems to be okay. I mm -hmm. mean, is that something that is standard for something somebody that's like, or is that something that they have to like be? like a trial and error thing. So a lot of it is going to be trial and error just because you know there's some people that can eat right before like I can do that and I'm totally mm -hmm. fine but then there's other people that's going to make them sick their, to their stomach. Mm -hmm. If you go to the gym at 5 a.m. then maybe you don't eat before the workout but you need to make sure you eat after the workout. Basically you need to make sure your workouts are surrounded by food so that you can repair the damage that you've done to your body. Now does that affect macros? Like does that affect the numbers that you do like if I don't eat before the workout is there do I have to hit a number before I work out no nope. no it just so, has to be fulfilled throughout the day yep throughout yeah. the day however you want it um now if you are doing like a high intensity workout or a run you are probably going to want carbs in your system because mm -hmm. that is going to be your fuel source okay. um but I would test it out you know try a bar before your workout try some fruit before your workout or your run especially because that's going to hydrate you um, and then afterwards, you know, make sure within the first hour or two afterwards, you get some solid protein into your body, whether that's a shake or you go eat a meal, just something so mm -hmm. that your body can repair itself. Okay. So it just seems like there is the variable ways to, you know, eat and track just depending on th the type of uh, activities that you have. Right. So for instance, like CrossFit mm -hmm. or if I'm weightlifting or running outside mm -hmm. or maybe not doing anything today, it's like a rest day. So. Yep. It's just as long as that macro number is hit for your body type and your diet plan, that then seems to me work right. Yep. So uh, this takes me to kind of like um, our last section, our last question. So we gave a lot of information to our members, and it was it's great information. It is also a lot, yeah. you know. So it's a lot to track. So if there's somebody out there wanting to, um, you know, get into the macro life, right? And what are some takeaways that you can tell them? Is there like a top three things that they need to do? Like what are some baby steps that you would tell those types of clients that have not done this before? Yep. So I would tell them to make a list of all the habits that they want to adopt. Mm -hmm. Try one out. 
as soon as you can master that for seven to 14 days, let's move on to another one. Um, so the first one I would say is track your food, no matter what it is. Just track your food for that many days. And once you are successful, then start looking at your protein content. Mm -hmm. Then maybe start tracking your water because you need to be hydrated. Even if you're just walking outside, water is important. Track all of the things that are going to make you successful, but it's not an all or nothing. I would just do one thing at a time and then keep adding to your list. That's awesome. Thank you, Amber. Do you have uh, Instagram? and play your Instagram. I do. It's mymacro.life. Okay. All right. Uh, yes, fam. That is it for our What Is Macros vlog. So I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today. Don't uh, stick around for more vlogs coming up. And also thank Amber again for being here, guys. Thank you. We'll see you guys next time.